Hey, it's Danielle, Will, and Ryder from Pod Meets World. Thanks to our friends at Hyundai, we were able to record a very special episode for you guys at the one and only, wait for it, Boy Meets World House. Take a listen. Are there any moments or spots on any of the sets we worked on over the seven years that you guys felt more at home that were like your little spots on the set you like to hang out? I'm afraid it was the sink. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You had to act <laughs> by the sink a lot. Yeah. I was behind the counter. Yeah. Right. Doing business constantly. Uh-huh. Mom stuff. Uh-huh. <laughs> Disciplining you <laughs> in Amazing. some way. This has been brought to you by the fully electric Hyundai Ionic 5. New episode out now. You can listen wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Are you being influenced? If you watched a blockbuster film in the last decade, then there's a chance it's been influenced by the Chinese Communist Party. Here's the reality. The CCP may be running the largest influence campaign in history. In Hollywood Takeover, brought to you by the Epic Times, investigative reporter Tiffany Meyer reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at hollywoodtakeover.com slash jesse. Jesse Kelly here. If you're in a situation where you feel threatened, instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. But we all want to avoid the irreversible consequences of deadly force. Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Visit Berna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. We're going to talk about running for office and burgers and, uh, well... Brussels sprouts. Someone wants to talk about. Sounds like the positive aspects of Hitler. I don't think we should probably go there. But look, I'll re- look, Chris. I'll read the email. I'll tell you what. After I address running for running for office, I'll read the email. And we'll, look, we'll just let's let's have a conversation. All right, let's let's have a conversation around. Well, one of the biggest monsters who ever walked the planet. <laughs> Before we do that, I got these two emails. Figured I'd combine them. Says, Jesse, you say you won't run for office again, but your country needs you to. Okay, setting that aside, this guy says, 
Would you be willing to leave your world-famous show to take a job in the administration of DeSantis or Trump? He says, like Peter Navarro. I think you'd be a good fit for DeSantis as he's more of a fire-breathing conservative. It would be a loss for us listeners, but a gain for our country. Says I can say his name. His name is Scott. Okay. I, um, I shouldn't be here anyway. I mean, you, you understand that I'm, I don't have any, I didn't come up doing this. I don't have any reason to be here. I have no re I have no idea why this show has gotten so popular so fast and continues to explode. I mean, Chris and I talk about it. We look at the numbers and it's, it's ridiculous. It's just, it's going up like a rocket and I don't know why. I don't know why you like it. I'm glad you like it because I have a blast. We have a blast. I don't want to go anywhere, but I'm the luckiest guy in the world. I'm sitting in a seat I don't deserve doing something that isn't even a real job. You work a real job. I sit down and talk. I do something that isn't even a real job. I, I, I get to have fun every day and do something I care about. But let's focus on that part for a second. You know, I like to laugh. I like fart sounds. I like playing stupid things. I like having fun with life because life. I just enjoy life. Underneath all of that, I do genuinely, for everything else horrible about me as a person, and believe me, there's a lot, I do genuinely love my country a lot. I love it so much. Uh, I, I constantly find myself in the fight for it. I, I love it. Uh, it's, it's a big part of why I joined the Marines. It's the entire reason I ended up running for Congress. I'd never run for offices before, and I certainly didn't want to go be in Congress. In fact, you couldn't pay me enough to be in Congress right now. I don't want to go fly back and forth to D.C. and live in that dump. And I moved out of D.C. on purpose. I did it because I thought Obama was going to wreck the country, and he very much did. And I wanted to try to do something to stop it. Now, where am I going with all this? I'm never running for office again. Lord willing. I mean, unless God tells me to. I'm never running for office again. And it's very, let me, it's very simple why. Let me explain the American people don't want what I sell. And that's okay. I can admit I'm outside of the mainstream. Now, right now, you're maybe yelling. You may be agreeing with me. But you may be yelling and say, oh, yes, they do. Yes, they do. No, no, they don't. You can go look at the old videos of young Jesse running for Congress before. I was saying the same things then that I was saying now. People don't want to hear that. You don't, people don't want to, not in America, not today, People do not want to have truth slapped across their face. People want to be told everything's okay. They want to be lied to. They want to, be, they want to, they want to hear nice things. They want everyone to get along. They want things to be civil. I don't want to get along. I don't want things to be civil. I don't want to heal the divide. We are in a war for the soul of this country with demonic communist monsters who are trying to destroy everything that is right and good. I want the divide wider than it is now. I want total victory over them. I don't care how that makes suburban housewives feel. I don't care if it makes you uncomfortable. You can't run for office like that. You can't run for office on eliminating, oh yeah, Chris, go ahead, play it. That, that, listen, this is this is from this is from. Gosh, what is this? Two thousand and nine or something like that. The last thirty-seven plus years, Jesse Kelly said that over time he's going to get rid of Medicare. Well, I don't think it's right. For
That was an ad my opponent ran against me when I said Medicare is going to bankrupt this country. Medicare and Social Security will. And I said we have to find a way to privatize these programs and get rid of them or they're going to destroy America. That's not a left or right opinion. That's a mathematics opinion. The numbers bear that out. The, the interest on the debt alone is going to end up wrecking us. That will end us. If you even mention that as a Republican today, you would not win. I had Republican, especially old people, coming up to me saying, man, I can't vote for you. You're going to take away my Social Security. I said, one, that's not what I said at all. Two, so you're going to vote for the communists because she runs ads saying, again, people aren't buying what I'm selling. And I'm not complaining about that. I'm not bitter. The greatest thing in the world that ever happened to me was losing running for Congress twice. I get to do this now instead of that. This is greatest. I'm not bitter about it. I understand I'm outside of the mainstream. So no, I'm not running. As far as would I ever work for DeSantis or Trump? I don't know what to say. Because here's what I want to say. What I want to say is this. No, not in a million years. No, not because I, I am the luckiest person in the history of the world. I, want, I would love to sit here and tell you I would never do it. I would never do it. I would never do it. That would be very, very difficult, depending on the job offered and, and the, depending on the job offered, it would be very difficult to say no. What if Donald Trump goes, he wins the primary, wins a general election against Eric Adams? And what if Donald Trump, not that I think this is going to happen, by the way, but what if Donald Trump gives me a call and says, "Hey, Jesse, uh, the FBI, the FBI has become the weaponized arm of the Democratic Party. I don't, I don't know exactly how to deal with this, or I think I have some idea how to deal with this, but I would love it if you would take a year, two years off, come work in my administration, and come clean out the FBI. How could I turn my back on my country like that? Now, don't get me wrong. That's not going to happen. Don't worry. I'm not going anywhere. But if that happens, I mean, there'd be no reason... You know, on paper for me to do that, right? Stay here, continue to have fun. Chris and I will eat pizza bagels and we'll make jokes and 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 laugh at Maria Salazar for the next 20 years, right? That, that's what I'd rather do. But how could I turn my back on my country like that if if something good and purposeful was presented to me as a way we can we can solve something? I don't know. I would love to tell look, obviously that's something I'd have to sit down with the wife. We'd have to discuss it. I, I don't know. But that would be very difficult for me to say no. I feel like I have a duty to this country. And that's part of the reason I love doing this show so much. People talk about running for office. Why would I run for office? Outside of the office of the presidency, I probably have more influence doing this show than any congressman right now. I mean, I have congressmen and senators who call and text me all the time. How should I message this? Did you see this? Hey, would you push this out? Hey, can we do this? What do you think about this? Having that kind of influence over that many people is much more powerful than just one. But who knows what the future brings? Look, what was it? Four or five years ago, I was sitting on an RV lot in Alvin, Texas, a little little town on the outskirts of Houston. A little four or five years ago, I was sitting on the outskirts of Alvin, Texas. I was an RV sales manager. I was making great money. Uh, the mortgage was paid. Both car payments were paying for. Actually, that was about the time we finally paid my wife's car off. I've never had a car paid off. That was exciting. And and the kids were in. We had a good school. And 
got a good little neighborhood and I wasn't I didn't know where things would go. I certainly had no idea I'd be sitting here talking to the entirety of the United States of America on a Friday night. I didn't know. I didn't have any idea. But who knows, right? Who knows? And look, you laugh. I'm telling you, this is going to be Trump's opponent if Trump wins the primary. This is a real burden on New Yorkers as we're trying to do the right thing. Uh, we already, as I stated, we already have an overburdened shelter system. So now we're talking about, as you stated, food, clothing, school. This is going to impact our uh, our schools because we do not turn away individuals because they're undocumented. Uh, translation services. They're- Mark my words. There's your Democrat nominee for 2024. I'm telling you, Chris, I see it as clear as day. All right. Somebody wants to address Hitler's anti-communist beginnings and where that kind of went off the rails. You want to do a little history with me? You want to pull up chairless? You want to do a little history together? Let's do a little history together that'll probably be offensive. Speaking of off the rails, um, you know they're about to announce that we're officially in a recession, right? They're about to announce we're officially in a recession and... Saw a little number out of Wall Street today. Guy I trust told me, hey, you understand the last time we saw a number like this, it was Great Recession of 2008 time. It might be ugly coming up here pretty quickly. Don't think we're at the peak of ugly. We're not at Chris level yet, all right? Do you have gold in your physical possession? And I didn't ask if you had gold stocks somewhere or someone's holding some gold for you. Do you right now inside of your home have gold, a way to buy things outside of the U.S. dollar? Oxford Gold Group will deliver gold to your front door. Call 833-995-GOLD. Tell them Jesse told you to call. Get some gold delivered to your front door. 833-995-GOLD. Jesse Kelly. You're listening to The Jesse Kelly Show. It is The Jesse Kelly Show on a Friday at Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. It's time to get a little bit spicy, apparently. Here's one, but this is a good one. Dear Jesse. Can you address Hitler's anti-communist beginnings? Seems like he was fighting a lot of the same stuff we're currently fighting. If he went off the rails somewhere along the way, I think there's I don't think there's an if. I think he went anyway. If he went somewhere, if we went off the rails somewhere along the way, that can be discussed too. But it seems to me, unless I'm reading this wrong, he didn't start off crazy at all. Germany was thriving under his rule and people loved him. It also seems like everything I've learned deliberately left this stuff out. Okay. And so the subject is actually a question you probably won't read on the air. Oh, honey, don't you know who you're dealing with here? Just the thought of it being wildly offensive is intriguing to me. So let's have a real, honest, in-your-face history discussion about what happened and why it happened. We have to go back to World War One. You can't ever talk about Hitler and World War II and the Holocaust and things like that without going back to World War One. Rewind all the way to World War One. Remember, you got to lay this out in your mind because a lot of people don't know. You probably already know this, but you got to lay this out in your mind. You have Germany. 
Germany is partnered with Austria-Hungary and the Ottoman Empire, Turkey. We'll call it Turkey. We'll call it Turkey. Germany, Austria-Hungary, the Ottoman Empire. All right, here we go. They're fighting against France, Britain. We're going to forget about us. We don't come in until later. It It doesn't matter for our purposes. They're fighting against France, Britain, and Russia. Now, communism as an ideology was starting to get revved up in a small way back then. There was, should we socialize? Let's do socialism. Maybe some people were at this point in time, we're talking World War I era, people were getting tired of the king era, the monarch era, and they wanted something different. Some something different. Now remember, different doesn't necessarily mean better. Almost always historically different means worse. Remember, we in America, we're one of the exceptions where we fought a revolution and we got better afterwards. Most of the time it means worse. Russia, Russia, they had a czar, Tsar Nicholas II. He had, his family had been in power for like 300 years. They had all kinds of upheaval in Russia, and there's a lot that goes into that. But Germany, what they really wanted during World War I was... They wanted Russia to get out of the war. And if you look at a map, you'll understand why. Germany thought it could handle Great Britain and France. Russia forcing them to fight a two-front war was a big problem for them. And Russia's leadership was much on much shakier ground than Great Britain's or France's. So Germany thought there's an opportunity here. What they did was, and there's a lot more to this story, they took Vladimir Lenin the communist agitator, and they trained him in a secret sealed train back to Russia so he could whip up the communist revolution. The communist revolution kicks off in Russia. Now, there are some parts of this you need to understand. There were a ton, a ton of Jews involved in the communist revolution. There are reasons for this, though. Please, Chris is over there. I don't need you to jump in, Chris. Okay. There are reasons for this, though. You know what a pogrom is or pogrom? There are two different ways you can put You know what a pogrom is? There were. This was the norm throughout Europe and definitely throughout Russia. This is prior to World War I, prior, prior to Holocaust stuff, prior to all this. Jews have always been especially in very Christian, Catholic Europe, Jews have always been kind of on the outs. They've always been kind of on the outs. And they would have, they would regularly, politicians would scapegoat the Jews if something went wrong, child got kidnapped, there's a plague, there's a, I bet it's those dirty Jews in in the Jewish part of town. And they would send, they would whip up mobs to go murder the men, assault the women in horrible ways. And this would take place just like it's in your hometown. All of a sudden, there'd be a mob whipped up and normal people. Your accountant, who is non-Jewish, he's kicking in your door to, to kill you and rape your wife. And they were that bad. And the, the Jews were going through this in Russia underneath the czars. Communism, it sounds like I'm defending them, but I am. Communism had never done that to them because the communists had never taken power yet. Communism was a way for a lot of Jews to rebel against the czar and the pogroms and things like that. So there were a ton of Jews involved in communism in Russia. Now, let's go to Germany. This is going to play a big part of it. Germany, they viewed Russia 
and what and what happened with all that, they viewed Russia as the arch nemesis of them eventually. That they just they viewed it as this evil thing and communism as this evil thing and Hitler was really, really angry about losing World War I. A lot of the really hardcore patriotic Germans would say, honestly, and this was pretty true, they said, we never lost a battle in Germany. That's because World War I was not fought in Germany. It was really mainly fought in France. They, they went into France. Now, just hang with me here because there's more. It's a long, complicated story. Now, let's go to Catholicism and Judaism. Now, they get along fine. Now, at least as far as I know, I'm not a Catholic and I'm not a Jew. Chris, are you people getting along with the Catholics just fine? Yeah, for the most part, Chris says. Well, that was not the case in Europe. There's a lot of history here. But Catholics back then, probably now too, but did not believe in loaning people money and charging interest. They thought that was a violation of their beliefs. Jews wouldn't loan each other money with, and charge interest, but they would loan non-Jews that. That attracted Jews to the banking industry a lot. The banking industry. Follow with me here. So let's just focus on Germany here. The Jews have taken over, even though they're only about 1% of the uh, German population at the time, the Jews have taken over the banking industry in Germany. Now, World War I ends. World War I ends. Germany gets absolutely abused at the Versailles Treaty. Abused at the Versailles Treaty. They blame Germany for the whole thing. They took away hugely valuable parts of their territory. And on top of that, they charged them reparations. It'd be like telling a mechanic, I'm going to cut off your left arm and you owe me $500 a day. I mean, it's just, it's just we, we broke the nation. Now, broken nations do broken things. Things people don't talk about. We're not quite done yet. Hang on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in president ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. 
If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash news. That's LifeLock.com slash news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Michael Lindell and MyPillow no longer have the support of big box stores or shopping channels the way you may have shopped for their products in the past. MyPillow have found themselves as part of this cancel culture. Because of this and the change in retailers, they want to pass the savings directly on to you. To get you familiar with other products, they are having a $25 extravaganza with the promo code JESSE. Two-pack multi-use MyPillows, just $25. MyPillow sandals, $25. Their six-piece towel set, you guessed it, 25 bucks. And for the first time ever, the premium my pillows with all the new Giza fabric, any size or loft level, just 25 bucks. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener special square for these $25 deals. Free shipping on orders over $75. Enter promo code JESSE or call 800-845-0544 for this amazing offer that won't last long. Jesse Kelly here with a message that's about safety. When it comes to protecting your loved ones, it's not just about having a firearm. It's about understanding the continuum of force philosophy. Picture this. A situation arises where you or your loved ones are threatened. Instinct may drive you to reach for lethal means immediately. What if there was a way to effectively defend yourself and de-escalate a situation without the irreversible consequences of deadly force? Enter the Berna Less Lethal Pistol Launcher equipped with tear gas and kinetic ammo to incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. We don't always need to go to DEFCON 1. We just need protection to confidently ensure we can defuse the situation and drive the threat away immediately. Burna is legal in all 50 states, requires no background checks, and can be shipped right to your door. Burna is proudly American, manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Visit Burna.com slash Jesse now for an exclusive 10% discount. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse. They want to get my on the ceiling. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Friday and Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Remember, you can email the show jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Your love, your hate, your death threats, your Ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday. Back to our question. The lady asked a question about Hitler. She didn't think I'd read it on the air. Seems like an anti-communist, you know, that kind of thing. So I'm going through the history of it. Okay, so... Post-Versailles Treaty, World War I, Germany gets slaughtered with these horrible reparations payments they have to make, territory taken away. Germany obviously can't keep up, and they start printing money. On top of the, the printing of the money, all this poverty, well, on top of it, in part because of it, all this poverty is now created in Germany. I mean, I want you to think about something. I want you to think about this. Think about yourself. I want you to think about yourself. I want you to think about your friends. Just yourself and your own little circle of friends in in your own little area. I want you to picture six months from now, you and all of your friends being evicted from your homes 
because you don't have any money anymore. The money you do have is worthless. You can't therefore make the mortgage payment and now you're kicked out of your home on a massive scale. That's what was happening to the people in Germany. Now there's more. Back to the Jewish thing. The Jews have, since the Roman, since the Romans scattered them to the winds during the diaspora, Jews have still joined together and worked together and fought together in various countries. Don't get me wrong. There's a bunch of Jews that dislike each other and, Jew, and factions and things like that. But there's always been a Jewish network that they've had to rely on because they got scattered to the winds. They were always then and now great with money, great involved in finance, great in money. It's part of their value system as a culture. It's not a good thing. Or actually, I think it is a good thing, but it's not a bad thing. It's not a good. You don't have to look at it as a good thing or bad thing. That's part of their values as a culture. I make fun of Chris for being cheap, but I'm not even really kidding. Chris is really, really cheap, like really cheap. No, Chris, no, don't defend yourself right now. No, you're not. Chris says good with money is what he tried to say. No, no, Chris. No, you're not frugal. You're cheap. You're cheap. Okay, well, whatever. There was an international network of Jews who had access to dollars. And what's that old saying? When there's, when there's blood on the streets, what do you do? What's the saying in finance? It's as old as time. What do you do? When there's blood on the streets, you buy property. Right now, right now. The, we're going through it in this country. As the market's going down and we're going into a recession, do you know what all the people with money, Jewish and otherwise, are doing in this country? you know what rich people are doing? They're taking huge chunks of cash and they're buying up parts of the stock market. Why? Because when the market rebounds, they're all going to be 10 times as rich as they were before. The Jews in this environment in Weimar, Germany, were better off financially than many of the Germans. And they began, remember you pictured yourself and your neighbors being evicted from your homes? The Jews began to buy up those homes. Now, they didn't do anything wrong, at least in my opinion, they didn't do anything wrong. You got evicted from the home. I think I can make money on the home. I didn't kick you out of the home. I'm buying it. That created extra Jewish resentment where there was already Jewish resentment because of the loaning of money and banks. And, and remember, during hard financial times, this is universal, during hard financial times, banks become the bad guy. Banks, because, because you view the bank as being a big piggy bank. A bank is for money. Why are you cheating the people? Why are you? The banks become the bad guy. Well, if the banks become the bad guy and all the Jews own the banks, now the Jews are the bad guy. And that's the way it was. And this is called the Weimar or Weimar Republic in Germany post-World War I. Now, there was also a lot of social degradation going on in Germany at this time. A lot of people don't know this. This is not taught in the history books, probably understandably. We're not the first country in the history of the world to struggle with an LGBTQ Air Force problem. Gigantic LGBTQ, including tranny clubs, began popping up in places like Berlin. As the, as the public gets more poor, and the, the, the systems of the culture begin rotted out, everything rots out. Well, if you're in a society now where people are poor, middle-class people have become poor, you're watching this social degradation around you, inevitably there will be groups that rise. There will be groups that rise. There were, the Nazis weren't the only one. There were tons. The communists, by the way, were knee-deep in all this trying to take power themselves. The communists were a major political party in Germany at this time. 
The Nazis were beginning to become a major political party in Germany at this time. But there were several different parts of uh, of different groups. There were hardcore communists, less hardcore communists, hardcore Nazis, less hardcore Nazis. How does Hitler come into this? Hitler didn't start any of this movement. What Hitler was was this, an unbelievable speaker. That was his job. The army first discovered that about him, and it was part of his job in the army. He was a great speaker. Hitler was sent by the army to investigate these Nazis who were causing trouble at these beer halls, and they were very curious. The government was worried about these guys maybe trying to take power. Hitler was actually supposed to go investigate them. He hears their speeches. He actually likes it. And while he's on a mission to investigate them, Hitler gets up in the beer halls and starts giving his own speeches, and he's giving them better than anyone else. Now, Hitler wasn't smart. Hitler was an idiot and a nut job and a drug addict. But Hitler, Hitler had a, gave a great speech, right? The Nazis, a lot of very powerful people behind the Nazis, realized this can be our mouth. This can be our mouth. And that's how they began to rise. The anti-communist stuff really comes from two major places with Hitler. He genuinely hated Jews. He hated them. He blamed them for World War I. He blamed them for subverting his own government. He blamed them for Russia. He blamed them for the financial problems of Germany. And that was not that uncommon of a view in Germany at the time, even though the Jews are only 1% of the population. You want to talk about a scapegoat. But that was a, that was a view that caught on. And there's something else you said. I just want to correct you before, before we wrap this up and try to get to some more Ask Dr. Jesse questions. People talk about people loved him and people loved him and, and whatnot. Hold on on that. Yes, there were a lot of people in Germany who loved him. I actually talked to an older German gentleman my one, uh, myself one time, and he said, yeah, his whole family used to gather around when Hitler would give a speech talking about the greatness of Germany, and they loved him. Now, they didn't know that Auschwitz was going on at the time. That They weren't broadcasting that. He had no idea, and he felt like an idiot later on, but he said, we didn't know. For, we had been kicked around and we had been down and along comes this guy who sounds pro-Germany and he tells us we're as good as anyone else and we're going to be great again. And we, we loved that. But the Nazis were never a majority party in Germany. Initially, they had 2% of their uh, parliament, basically, their, their Congress. They eventually fought and murdered their way to about 30% and that's when they took over the country. There was never a 70% Nazi Germany, 80% Nazi Germany. Everyone loves Hitler, so on and so forth. Hitler hated communists, yes, but Hitler blamed Jews and really he made them both one in the same. That's why his goal was initially to deport all the Jews out of Germany. He was a nutball and a genocidal maniac and just there's nothing good you can say about him. But the guy gave a great speech, and he played on the fears of the time. And the fears of the time were these Jews and the communists, they're the reason we're down. That is a little – now, I could probably do another hour on that, but we have to do an Ask Dr. Jesse question roundup here because that took a little longer than I wanted. Let us first save you a little bit of money on some summer sheets. Need some summer sheets? I always need summer sheets. Because as soon as it starts getting hot out, I wake up and I'm sweating. And is there anything more miserable than waking up in your own daggone sweat? My pillow has these percal sheets, though. There's a screaming deal on them right now for a limited time. 
limited supply is the reason there's a limited time. Otherwise, they just go with it. Queen size is normally $89.98. Right now, it's $39.98. These things have a 10-year warranty. They're so cool and crisp per cow sheets. But you have to go to MyPillow.com, use the promo code JESSE, and do so quickly, okay? Quickly. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE, or you can call 800-845-0544. Go get yourself a couple sets of Percal sheets while they're on sale, baby. MyPillow.com, promo code JESSE. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday final segment. Gosh, it sucks. I have so much more I need to say today, Chris. <laughs> That'll have to wait till Monday. Remember Monday, Medal of Honor Monday's coming, and that's always a good time. Before we get into a little email roundup here, I did want to do this real quickly. I want to remind you, and really when I do this, I'm, I'm reminding myself that during these hard times we have now and hard times that are coming, we have an obligation to give back. <laughs> if you're hurting, think how bad the Gold Star Widows are hurting right now. Think how bad the first responder families are hurting right now. Catastrophically injured veterans aren't somehow insulated from inflation. Tunnel to Towers, they ask you for $11 a month. You can sign up to do it automatically. You'll never know what's gone. Go to T, the number two, T.org. And you can go look them up on charity ratings. I encourage you to do so. The money actually goes to the widows. It pays off mortgages for these widows. It builds homes for these catastrophically injured veterans. T, the number two, T.org. 11 Bucks a month is all they ask for. Tunnel to Towers, uh, just a blessed organization. And now, here's a headline. By go, you know the, you know the thing. Emails we didn't get to. <laughs> Dear Oracle Menu Whisperer, we talk all the time about our gross leaders trying to disarm us. We also talk all the time about the sad state of our military. I believe there's a connection there no one is paying attention to. I don't believe our current military is being designed to take on other countries. I believe our current military is being designed to blindly follow orders to kill us, the dissidents, the unvaxxed, the political opposition, the ones who wouldn't turn on us, plainly staying out of the service. What say you? Here's what I say. Every single communist regime in the history of mankind has purged the military of their ideological opponents for just the reason you described. That's because they have a desire to turn their military against who they view who they view as their biggest enemy. How many Democrats in this country do you think? I mean, I'm talking about the communists. I'm talking about academics, Democrat politicians. How many of them do you think think China is a bigger enemy than you? Oh, they're they're equipping the military to go after their enemies. You bet they are. Dear great Duke of Radio. I made the world-famous Jesse Kelly burgers many times for my family. Tonight, my husband, soon to be ex, maybe after this, made them for us. First, I had to stop him from grabbing the cheddar cheese. Should have been a clue right there. Then, no garlic powder, no seasoned salt, no butter. He had the audacity to use reduced fat ground beef. Keto-friendly buns? Do better. 
All he used was Chipotle Tabasco. Do you think he did this on purpose? What kind of game is that? Signed, disappointed. Listen, ladies, it's adorable how naive you are. It's adorable. Do you know how many times I have unloaded the dishwasher in our house? We moved into our house a few years back. Do you know how many times I've unloaded the dishwasher in this house? One time. Do you know why it was only one time? It's not because I'm unwilling to do things around the house. I unloaded the dishwasher one time and many, 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 many things in that dishwasher, they didn't end up getting back to the spot where the wife wanted them to be. The wife then decided after that that she would handle the unloading of the dishwasher from this point on. Now our boys have to do it. It's part of their chores around the house. But do you think I did that on accident? Or do you think I did that on purpose? Do you think I really thought the measuring cup went with the regular glasses we drink out of? Or do you think I threw it up there and acted like I had no clue? Lady, he messed up my burgers on purpose so you'd have to make them from now on. Gosh, I support him. Genius. Dear Shepherd Jesse, I originally heard about your show from a dime Latina friend of mine, and I'm no slouch either. Of course, she says, if I had to bet, I'd say the vast majority of your female fans are either hot, funny, or both. Tell us about your audience, males and females you've actually met, so we know who our fellow listeners are. Listen, thank you, says I can say her name. Her name is Amber. Chris, that is one of those names. Every Amber turns out to be hot. I don't know why that is. There's something about it. There's, look, it's like the white coat theory. You don't know the white coat theory? If she has a white coat, she's hot. It's just, it's pretty much universal. Oh, Chris, it's true. I know you haven't heard it because you're a child. It's my job to give you wisdom. I know they don't have coats down here, Chris. Anyway, yes, I've met a ton of people from the show. I would say, I mean, yeah, I guess there are a lot of dimes. I never really thought about it in that way. I guess there are a lot of dimes, aren't there? Huh, how about that? Look at us, Chris. <laughs> Hello, Chef Jesse. I recently had a friend tell me he loved Brussels sprouts. I told him he can keep every one of those disgusting balls of gross for himself. What's your favorite vegetable? Velveeta. Dear Penless Jesse, I'm glad you found your pen. You posed a question as to which weapon you should use instead of a pen on ear. Without a doubt, it should be nunchucks. What, Chris? Okay, I actually had a pair of nunchucks when I was a kid because I was super into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I really, really wanted to be like Michelangelo. And I tried and tried and tried and tried and tried to figure out how to use those nunchucks for so long. I hit myself in the head with those things so many times. Gosh, it sucked. Hi, Oracle. Thanks for your advice. I'm finally out of rotting California. One of the best decisions I ever made, even though I didn't know a single person in the red area of the red state I chose. I need your advice. I left a successful Emmy-winning career in Hollywood and just decided to take a full-time teaching position at a local public school. I really want to do work that is meaningful and fight communists, but I'm feeling like a hypocrite working for the public educational system that I believe should be abolished. Can one person make a difference or should I pursue conservative teach or filmmaking or teach at a Christian private school instead? Thankfully, 70% of the parents and teachers in the school share my values. Thank you, wise one, and probably not best to say my name. I will not say your name, and I will say this. We need you in public school. We, need, we, can't, 
we can't just act, look even if you believe government schools should be eliminated as do I that doesn't mean we can't live in the real world we can't we can't live in a world of make you make believe and the real world is in the United States of America public school is sadly ingrained in our society. Many, many people go to it. Many people don't have a choice to go to it. People don't have the time or money to go to go put their kids here, private school there. They got a private school here in Houston. It's like $30,000 a year per kid. No, don't worry. Don't worry. You won't see the Kelly boys there. But I about, I about fell over. So, so a lot of people go to public schools. We need you there. We don't... Uh, look, if you leave... Who replaces you? If you leave, what if it's the next LGBTQ groomer trying to teach kids that they're all gay and they all need to switch genders? We need you right there more than anything. Yo, Jesse, I love your TV show and show on the first. I'm a huge fan of the simulcast. I feel like I need more handsome Dr. Handsome in my life. What's the status of your books? As his name is Dan. By the way, remember, you can watch me do the radio show on thefirsttv.com slash jesse. That's thefirsttv.com slash jesse. You're going to have to stay tuned on the book. I will tell you it is coming along nicely. It is coming along nicely. I'm not going to leave you in, a, in the dark on the book. I did not realize what a long process it is. It's not like you're like, oh, I want to write a book, and then next month they're publishing your book. That ain't how it works at all. Keep your chin up. You have fun this weekend. Enjoy friends, family. Practice with your weapon. That's all. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. Mayo served our nation for over seven years before he was catastrophically injured during training. He was left paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Tunnel to Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers has already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash jesse to make the switch today and save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash jesse. The 2024 election is upon us, and now is the time to fight back against the war on masculinity in American society today. Thankfully, the patriots at Chalk, C-H-O-Q, are here to help real American men maximize their masculinity by boosting testosterone levels up to 20% over 90 days. I've been taking a male vitality stack from Chalk for like three years now. It is incredible. They are here to help make American men strong again. Testosterone. 
testosterone fueled again. Maximize your masculinity today at choq.com. Use the code JESSE for a massive discount on any Chalk subscription for life. CHOQ.com, code JESSE. Limited time offer, subscription cancelable at any time. Hollywood is under siege from external forces. The same Hollywood that sold the American dream is now making nightmares a reality. Many major films make choices to appease the Chinese Communist Party to be distributed in China. Join Tiffany Meyer, an investigative reporter in Hollywood Takeover. Brought to you by the Epic Times, where she reveals how the CCP exerts control over some major studios. Don't miss the most important documentary about Hollywood yet. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free at HollywoodTakeover.com slash Jesse.